Welcome to Grace to All. I'm your host, Paul Gray. You've probably used the word grace, sang Amazing Grace, or said grace at a meal. But did you know that God's grace is way better than we can even imagine, and that you and all people already have an abundant supply of God's unlimited amazing grace? Today, we're going to hear the truth about God's amazing grace to all people. So, sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired and awakened to the amazing treasures that you already possess. This is truth that you can handle. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. And for the second week in a row, it's my great privilege and pleasure to have my new friend, Lisa Couture, with us. And I, if you didn't hear last week's episode, please go back and watch and listen to that because it's, it's just wonderful. Lisa has just a super heart for people, and that comes through with her, her smile and her words and her countenance. And welcome back, Lisa. Hey, how are you? Thank you for having I'm great. me. <laughs> Thank you for being back again. And I want to kind of pick up where we left off last week. You were talking about how uh, after God had always pursued you, always been with you all your life, but at a broken point in your time, uh, God led you to email a friend who got right back with you and uh, sent you a uh, a little five-minute video of Louis Giglio and the laminin, which is, of course, a picture of a of a cross that's in our yeah. DNA, and that really started changing your life. And then you mentioned that that you got involved uh, in a church, and uh, pretty soon, like with many of us, in my story too, it became doing ministry more out of duty, and you were never sure if you were—I'm putting words in your mouth, but what I remember you saying, you were never sure if God was angry with you or you were doing enough, and— uh, how did you come out of that? What what led you out of that duty-driven ministry mindset? So I think what started it was, I mentioned last time about the book that helped me to understand the difference in the covenants and what we, our inheritance in Christ and what Jesus did for us and all that that brought us and the freedom in that. But to be honest with you, what really started this journey of freedom is that I began to have real encounters with the love of God. You know, I use the term wrecked a lot, (laughs) you know, but that's what he did. He wrecked me with the love that he has for me. And it was so profound that he began to do like, you know, I think it's Philippians. It says he will do the work in us. Mm -hmm. And he began to do this work in my heart, just cultivating truth. Like I'm your father. I'm your father. I'm not out there in the sky shaking a finger at you. I'm your father. I live in you and through you and as you, and I wrap my arms around you. And he's going to, I remember there was a season where I just kept saying, my father has my back. My daddy has my back. And, you know, some of us didn't grow up with good dads on the earth, you know, our earthly dads. So we have difficulty seeing that in God. We have difficulty seeing him as a father. And, but for me, he was my father and he was also my husband, you know, because I went through a divorce and now I'm single and he became my husband and showed up in so many different ways. You know, I got to a place where I'm just like, you know, God just takes care of me with everything. Mm -hmm. And it's, you can get the theology and the doctrine and all that straight. But if you don't know that God loves you as a father and he's got your back and you won't ever feel completely close to him. Mm -hmm. 
And so he just began to do this in me. And there was just so many different things, so many different testimonies, which I think would take longer than our time where I just encountered him and he like, he wrecked me. Like I would just cry and cry and cry, not because of sadness, but the goodness of God that just took over Mm. the honey love. (laughs) uh, Tell us about the honey love. You saw an image on your Facebook page, right? Yeah. So God speaks to us different ways, but um, there was just an image that came up on my page that someone posted. I can't remember what it was about, but it was a picture. It was a real dramatic picture of a woman, a female, and the picture was drawn or illustrated in a way that you could see her face in the center, but then around her face was just fragmented parts of her identity. And it was, it was like a broken picture of her face. So it was, it was, it's kind of hard to describe, but it was representative to me of fragmented identity. But then when I saw it, I just had this like unction come up in my spirit. And then I had a vision and I had a vision of honey, the honey love of God, I call it the honey pouring through every crack and every crevice in this identity pulling it together into one identity, which was what Jesus did to me. He did that to me. He broke in and poured his honey love through me and brought my fragmented, broken identity into one. And and then I felt like they heard the Lord say, that's your ministry. Your ministry to others is to help them see who they are and that the love of God will move through me. Um, that honey love. <laughs> I just love the picture of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that changed the way that you related to people and your ministry. and mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. And so he, he gave you a specific prophetic word or vision or whatever of helping women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I came from a lot of brokenness, not just my marriage. Like I think sometimes people might think it was just a divorce, but really long before that, I have a lot of stuff in my background, even back as far as childhood, that was very traumatic. And what happens in those places of trauma is we get broken and we pull inward because we feel separated from God. And we know that's not true, but that's how we feel. And so we pull inward and we self-protect and we live in fear and shame and condemnation. It's kind of like what happened in the garden, but God comes and he pulls us back together. and. My heartbeat is because of all that I know that God has done in me, for me, through me, (laughs) just pulling my life into this wholeness, you know, healed, like that's what Sozo is, right? Salvation is healed, whole, made whole. And uh, that's just my passion now is to proclaim that to others, you know, that you have a daddy and he loves you and he wants to pull you out of whatever muck and mire you're in and make you whole. That's the ministry to me of Christ even was, you know, he came to save that which was lost. Mm. And so that's where my heart is. And it's mostly women, but I feel like it's anyone, you know, anyone. Sure. I have a mother's heart too. So I love ministering to younger people as well, loving them. Guys, that's wonderful. Now you were involved in a church and doing ministry when you started to get burned out on that. And then God started revealing things to you. Yeah. How'd that affect your relationship with the church? Are you still there? How'd that work? I'm going to be honest with you. I love everyone there. They were a part of me at that time of my life, helping me to even receive grace. But that God moved me from there to actually another church. And then from there, he's actually moved me out of, out of that church too. And I, I don't have an issue with corporate church or, or, you know, actual building church, you know, church, church buildings or whatever, but 
you know, and I just actually started going to a new place. Of course, we're not going anywhere right now, right? Because of this virus. But what it did was it, it changed my identity of what ministry really was, because I know that Christ is in me and he moves through me and we are the kingdom. So now I don't have any issues gathering with people. I'm not saying we don't do that, but it's changed my perspective because my ministry, I remember he started speaking to me a lot about my family mm. is, is a ministry to me. And I don't mean that like it's a duty and I have an agenda to it. I don't like that at all. That's not ministry to me. But in other words, God's heart is that we touch those that are closest to us. Yeah. And yeah. family is, you know, my mom, I have an elderly mom. I lost my dad last year. My dad um, woke up though, before he died to Christ, it mm. was beautiful. <laughs> and um, anyway, uh, you know, I have my elderly mom, I have brothers, I have nieces, nephews, whatever, my, my, my son, mm -hmm. just loving people that are mm -hmm. near you. And this whole, I remember at one time, this whole idea, like I, I'm going to do ministry, you know, I'm going to church, I'm doing ministry, I'm in a women's ministry, I'm in this ministry, I'm in that ministry. And I remember the Lord really like kind of provoked my heart. It's like, you know, you're, if you look right in front of you, that's your ministry, mm -hmm. you know, loving the person right in front of you. Mm -hmm you know, sharing the heart of God with that person. So um, it's changed, you know, when you just get, <laughs> you just get, I keep saying the word wrecked, but you just, he just wrecks you with the love that he has for you and for humanity. So your ministry gets to be your way of life. Yeah, It's just the overflow of the love of God outward to others. So it's changed. Yeah. I, th I think of second Corinthians five fourteen. the, the love of Christ compels us or different translations say it in different ways but it really does when the lord started revealing these things to you you weren't in a church situation that necessarily embraced that concept and stuff in addition to the lord speaking directly to you how did you start finding people on facebook and finding the books to read I, i'm particularly interested because i know there are going to be people listening to this podcast who go, gosh, that, that sounds mm. wonderful, but my church is not like that. Where do I even start? How do I go about connecting with other people? So how'd that work for you? Gee, that's a great question. <laughs> I feel like some of that was sort of, you know, the Lord leading me, but I would see a post that, you know, appealed to my heart, like, wow, that just has so much grace on it. And then I would connect with that person. And I feel like that from there, it was kind of a snowball, you know, like you just connect, 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 connect. And pretty soon I was building a family through social media. And so, I mean, there's people that I've connected to, you know, I mentioned last time about that book marked by love by Catherine Toon. That book is so much the heart of God. I would recommend it to anyone who really has a hard time connecting with God through, because there's pain or, or if there's any unhealed stuff or whatever, or even if you are healed, it just brings you to a deeper place. But like, so I'm thinking like, even like Catherine, like I connected with her, with her through someone else. And then through Catherine, you know, you connect with other ministries. And so I don't know, I truthfully don't have a specific formula for that, except maybe just to ask God to bring people in. Actually, I just answered my own question. I think it was two years ago or la no, last year, I started praying. I was like, God, I want to be amongst the grace-based people. And I asked him to lead me, lead me. And he led me and I've just connected. I can't even tell you how many people I've connected to through Facebook, you know, as much as Facebook can be a time sucker, it's led me to a family 
you know, it's led me to a family of believers who think like me and, and see God through the same lens. And I feel like whole, like, I don't feel so much like an isolated outcast, which you can kind of feel that way if you're around people that don't think the same way, you know. About 11 years ago, when I uh, started on this ministry, I, I got a book in the mail with no, re- it just came to the church office, no return address and nothing inside but the book. It, it was called The Rest of the Gospel. Mm. And I was ready for a new book, so I started reading it, and uh, it had a chapter in it on grace. Now, I'd been mm. a pastor for 20 years by then. I had no concept of grace, I, mm. none at all. I mean, I, I could say, well, it's God's riches at Christ's expense. I didn't even know what that meant. But this <laughs> really started me. And then I found out about Steve McVeigh and started yeah. listening to him and getting yeah. his books and got to know him. And he introduced me to Baxter Kruger and to Paul Young and Don Keithley and different people. And yep. and uh, it was very much the same way. The yep. Lord just started uh sending those people. But at the very beginning, after I got that first book and then got Steve's first book before I met him, here I am in Lawrence, Kansas, you know, in the very middle of the country, uh, 50 miles from Kansas City. And I thought I was the only one. That's how naive I am. And I thought, wow, I I wish there was somebody else like this in the world. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy who'd written that first book had died. Uh, And I am so grateful for technology. I'm so grateful for for Facebook and the internet because – and this God is revealing Himself to people in New Hampshire and Kansas yeah. and yeah. Uh, Catherine's in Colorado Springs, people all over the world, yeah. and we get to we can meet together now yeah. online and of course in person. And I think Lisa, that's uh, a part of what Jesus meant when He said, uh, "You're going to do even greater things than I did." Yeah, uh, it's not that we'll do more important or better things than Him, but certainly through technology, we can connect with more people than yep. He could on. Yeah. Any given day. And I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. I've had several women connect with me through Messenger. Like they've seen comments I've made here and there, and they just connect to me randomly and they say, Hey, I feel like God wants me to connect with you. And then we end up talking either by mm-hmm. phone or Messenger. And so there's these connections being made. And I thought about it one day. I'm like, Lord, you're you're like connecting people all over the planet. That, you know, he's just awakening people to this grace message and because it's the gospel, it's the gospel. You know, I love Francois de de Troyes, obviously his name, you know, it's like the good news is the good news, (laughs) you know, (laughs) not the good news, but, (laughs) And, um, and so, yeah. 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 He, he's the real deal. He just turned uh, 65 mm. yesterday or the day before. And he and his wife, Lydia, I, I had the great privilege of spending uh, three days with them in Kansas City a few years ago. And they are so genuine. Yeah. I haven't found anybody in this grace group or whatever you want to call it that's not. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, Paul Young, Baxter, the end. Francois and Lydia are just, it's just like um, you've known them all your life. Uh, yeah. They love you. You're the most important person to them at that time. Yeah. And so genuine, so loving. And uh, um, That's Jesus. That's the heart of God. <laughs> well, I, I, it, I used to yeah, always say, I would pray for people and I'd get a vision like of the spotlight right on that person. God has the spotlight. He shines. And we think we're just a one in a billion or trillion or however many people are on, on the planet earth, but we just don't see ourselves as important, but God shines a spotlight on each of us. 
And it's always, we matter in that, that way, you know, that's how he sees us. Yeah, I think David uh, wrote in Psalm 139 that God's thoughts about each one of us individually are, are more than the stars in the sky and the sand, uh, pebbles of sand on the shore. I, I mean, he, he thinks about us constantly. He's, he's focused on us. Uh, he does, yeah. he shines a spotlight on yeah. us. We, we matter to him. He's for us. He has our best interest yeah. at heart. And, um, even the little a, things. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Even yeah, the minuscule he, things. I can tell you the things God has done in my life over the littlest things. And I laugh. He and I laugh together a lot. <laughs> well, us, us too. I, I, I remember telling a small group one time early on in this, and uh, I said, you know, God has a great sense of humor. And one of them said, does he laugh at your jokes? <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. Yeah. I know everybody's different jokes, but I know God thinks they're funny. Yeah. And like, as you said, Lisa, just the smallest little things. Uh, and, you know, as we develop that relationship with him, it's always been there. And we learn to hear his voice and, and sense his feelings and stuff. It is every little minute thing and there's never any condemnation or shame or no. judgment or chastisement no. it, it's always good and loving and gentle mm-hmm. and we try to uh writers especially uh we we try to find words to describe it but but there aren't words no human words that can really describe it's, it so true and that's no eye can see right no ear yeah. can hear i mean yeah. it's just it's hard to describe and i yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to put into words. Um, well, what's next for you, Lisa? What's on the horizon for you? Where do, where do you see what's happening with you and your relationship with God and things that are going on in your life? That's a good question. You know, I'm actually in a season of rest, I feel like, with, I'm obviously in the natural, we're all in a season of rest. <laughs> yeah. you know? but, um, but I feel like there's just an internal rest where God is, um, he's just teaching me deeper intimacy. And, you know, I just feel like there's no pressure on me at this time in my life. It's just a real rest and a more of a, a walking in response to him, mm. as opposed to, okay, God, what do I need to do next? Or where do I need to go next? And obviously, I want to be led by him. And I want to be hearing for him from here, you know, hearing listening for his voice all the time. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Where are you taking me next and all that? But I feel like there's a rest in that, in that, you know, one of the things I'm learning is people that think, you know, the finished work people are, you know, you're just sitting with your legs up, you know, your feet up, you're not doing anything. And, and that's not actually the case at all for me. I feel like no. the response I have to do things is out of a rest internally of who I am and union with Christ, but I'm not sitting with my feet up. (laughs) The the word responsibility actually means we have the ability to respond. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I do. That that's what we do. We, we listen to God and we respond just as Jesus did to the father when he was on whatever he asked us to say or do, we respond to that. And and when we do, we're, we're partnering with him and what he's doing. And that's when things are, well, things are always good with him. Yeah. But that's when we, we have a, uh, an opportunity to realize it and sense it more than we did before. So there's a lot of things I would like to do. I, I'm a writer, but I've never done anything like formally writing. 
So, you know, I was kind of seeking his face for that. Like, what does that look like? And, you know, if there's any fear that's holding me back in terms of timing on that, that, you know, I would let, let him just love me out of that fear and that would dissipate, but, and see what that looks like. I don't know. I, I love writing. Um, since I was little, my parents even said, you're a writer. I wrote in school, but it was like for a school newspaper and stuff. But anyway, I've always loved to write. So there might be something there, but I just feel like there's just an ease in the rest and saying, God, you, you lead me. And I just want to hear Don Keithley's doing a series right now. And he's talking about, you know, what it is to respond versus choose, you know, yeah, and just respond out yeah. of the spirit. So it's always good to know. Yeah. He's, he's one of my favorite teachers and, and a good friend. And, um, I just, uh, we, he was going to be here in Lawrence with us for three days, April 24th through the 26th. And we had to cancel that, uh, of course, but we had to postpone it. Uh, we, we will do it again sometime. Awesome. But, um, uh, yeah, he he's he is great. Yeah. Well, Lisa, thank you, thank you for both of these interviews. And uh, after we close up here, uh, I want to keep you on the line, and we'll visit just a little bit more. But mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate you being with us and sharing your heart. And uh, tell us again this week how people can connect with you, and uh, where we go from there. Sure. Um, I have a Facebook, and so it's under my name, which is Lisa, and then I use my maiden name in the middle, Lisa Wentworth, and then Couture. And you can also look me up through Messenger as well, connect with me in the Messenger. And then from there, I, wherever it gets led, you know, I have an email and phone number and all that, but probably just start with that to begin with, you know. Great. Great. Well, I know people uh, who have heard these two messages will be impacted by that. And I would imagine you would start getting several invitations to connect. And thank you for connecting with yeah. me. I, I don't know when your uh, name first appeared on on my Facebook pages and stuff, and but I, I've I've really enjoyed the your the things that you post and your comments and things, and I've especially enjoyed the time getting together with you for these two episodes. Yeah, me too. It's been awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks again for everybody listening to another edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. Thank you for listening to Grace to All. For more about us, how we can serve you, and our special guest, please visit www.gracewithpaulgray.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and to join our Facebook group, Grace to All, where you'll be inspired and awakened to more truth that you can handle.